Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Persuasion by the Pink. I'm Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool. Sean, today we got a random flight. We're going to be talking about something that's really in the news today. Yes. Uh, one of college It is taking balls. over the country. Like even people, <laughs> I was just talking to a buddy, and even someone who doesn't follow college football yeah. knows what's going on. Right. It's just it's just out there. So yeah, even you don't have to be a college uh, fan no. to appreciate our topic today because we're going to be talking about a guy who's just lighting it on fire, um, yes. but he's using some definite uh, lessons from persuasion influence right. to uh, to really build his brand, and that is Coach Prime Deion Sanders. So. Yes. Um, uh, and he's turned that program around by, you know, you look at the, um, you know, I think they Colorado won one game last year. Yeah, um, Couldn't fill up a stadium. Uh, and they, I mean, I think that was a sellout crowd against um, uh, CSU last week. Yeah, Colorado they showed State. a video of the students lined up to try to get tickets because yeah. the tickets had gotten so expensive. And he's only That's won true. two games. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like this is a second season where they had a great season last season. Like in one, right. in two games, only right. one home game, mm-hmm. he's he's completely turned around the. And again, this is not about college football that we're going to be talking. So if, if, yeah. you know, if you're listening and you're like, ah, I'm not into sports really, this ain't about that. Right. But, you know, that's the background, that's the context, but it's not what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. We're going to be talking about specifically. Um, four powerful persuasion lessons from Deion Sanders, uh, aka yeah. Coach Prime. There's probably more than that that will come out as we talk, mm-hmm. and examples and things like that. Uh, yeah, but he's he is. Um, I posted on my Facebook last week. I was like, if you are in either marketing, sales, yeah. coaching, leadership, I mean life coaching, not just like sports coaching. So either type of coaching, leadership yeah. at, any, at any level. And you're not watching closely what Coach Prime is doing. You are missing yeah. a master class in persuasion and influence and marketing and personal branding. Yeah, exactly. Personal branding I mean, like, and everything. Guys, just right. a walking. Um, of course, you know, he, he, I mean, that's just his. I mean, that's, I don't, none of that is fake for him because it's no, yeah, that's, we'll, we'll be talking about that. Like, um, he's always like, been in the flash. I mean, he's always yeah. been about flash and style and, uh, but he backs it up. You, you go back to his early days. Yeah. Um, even at, you know, Florida State, like even mm-hmm. when he was in college, you know, before he got into the pros, yeah. you know, he was primetime. You know, he wanted to talk about, you know, he dubbed himself primetime. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, so. uh, <laughs> he's revising that. Yeah. We'll get into some stats after our little beverage break um, from his NFL career that, yeah. well, NFL and MLB career mm-hmm. that are just insane. Like just yep. some of the stuff he's done, nobody has ever done. Right. So uh, we'll talk about that. But first, before we do that, what do we have on tap? Well, I've got uh, one. It's, um, I know you're, you're, you're jumping into the, um, the fall festival with, uh, I, you know, I, won't, I won't get, I won't, I won't give away what you've got, but you've, you, I'm still embracing the, I'm still holding on to the summer. Um, well today as we're recording this <laughs> is officially, I think the last day of summer yesterday was That's right. So exactly. Um, 
So technically we're in, we're in autumn, I think. So that's right. That's I waited right. as long as I could, <laughs> but I was running out of selections at the store because everything is turned into either pumpkin or Oktoberfest. Right. On the shelf, it seems like. Uh, so, so yeah. So what do you have? You're holding on. To All right. So longer. I've got, I'm going to show you, um, cause mine's kind of, mine's kind of a fun one. You ever watch the movie Caddyshack? Oh yeah. <laughs> so I've got a brew dog, um, Caddyshack. Uh, so this was actually introduced, um, you know, back in the early, you know, early April for the, uh, for the golf season, you know, yeah. major seasons underway. So they introduced this beer. Uh, so I thought, man, I'm going to pull this one out before we enter fall. Cause you know, pretty much golf, you know, the golf seasons kind of wrapping up, it's wrapped up and oh, man, it's just starting here. <laughs> you can finally get outside. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's perfect weather to get out and play. Um, yeah. uh, but this yeah. is one that it's kind of a tribute. It is a uh, Pilsner. It's a tribute to the, uh, if you haven't seen the movie Caddyshack, it's probably one of the all time uh, greatest golf movies out there. Um, uh, it's a, a besides happy Gilmore. Cause we, uh, we actually, f we watched happy Gilmore last night. So I actually, I don't know. It's, it's a close tie between. So if you had to Caddyshack. do, if you had to rank Caddyshack, happy Gilmore and 10 cup. And Vance. Mm. That seems to me the four top golf movies. I'll probably go, uh, whew, man, uh, 10 cups, probably one of my favorite. Yeah. So I'd probably go 10 cup. Um, I'll probably go 10 cup, uh, happy Gilmore, Caddyshack, and then, um, the legend, what did you say? The legend, legend of Bag Bag yeah, Bag that's a good one. And then the greatest game ever played, I think with Jim Caviezel or something like that with, yeah. uh, um, I forgot the golfer he's representing. I mean, obviously 10 cup and 10 cups. Great. It's a good movie, but it, it's not as funny, obviously as Caddyshack and happy uh, Gilmore. But it's, it's good. Though. Still good though. Yeah, it's a good one. Definitely taps into the emotion of golf. Yep, for sure. But this one's a Pilsner, five percent ABV, and um, I think these guys are based out of uh, up in Ohio, I believe, from what I can tell. Um, I didn't find much on their uh, on their actual website. Uh, yeah, crisp, five percent Pilsner, Bushwood beer. So Bushwood beer. So we'll not, see. To be, not to be confused with Bush here. <laughs> All right. So All what right. do you got? I know, I know you're, um, we teased it. There you go. The, the yeah. So I've got from Shipyard Brewing Company, I've got the smashed pumpkin ale with mm -hmm. quote natural flavors, whatever that means. This is a big bodied pumpkin beer, not to be confused with a big bottom pumpkin beer. <laughs> I don't, um, this is a 9% ABV ale. Ooh, wow. Uh, it's got Williamette and Saffir hops. Which doesn't mean a word of anything to me. Uh, British pale ale, malted wheat, light Munich. Um, a big body beer with a pleasing aroma of pumpkin and nutmeg. Pale ale, wheat, and light Munich malts combine with the natural tannin and pumpkin and the delicate spices of Saffir and Hallertau hops to balance the sweetness of the fruit. This beer is best enjoyed at 55 degrees Fahrenheit. So I've got my thermometer in the glass waiting until exactly 55 degrees before I consume. 
Um, I've been 55 degrees in, in your area. It's been a while since you've seen yeah. those temperatures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely won't be drinking it outside, but uh, I think we're about there. It just came out of the fridge. It's been room temperature. So we should be somewhere between, you know, fridge and room temperature, which is yeah. around 55. So, so I feel pretty good about the current drinking temperature. So I'm ready. It's amazing. Up that color. Man, look at that. It's nice. Very nice orange, deep orange color, kind of a burnt orange, like like it the is. real, like the real UT. The real UT. <laughs> They're playing a lot, a lot better than the one on the East here Coast. in uh, yeah our state. Yep. All right. Well, cheers. Let's cheers it up. Cheers. Oh, that's much better than last week. Oh man, that does that does taste like pumpkin. Tastes like pumpkin pie. Ooh. Pumpkin pie, as we might say back in Georgia. A little sweet, but <clears throat> all right. What do you got? I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a four point one three seven three two. 4.13732. All yes. right. Very good. You were paying good active listening skills from, from Mr. Taylor over there. That's why it makes the big bucks in sales. Active listening. <laughs> so now repeat those backwards from uh, can't do it. <laughs> um I'm gonna give this one a three point one 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 one. Not great, huh? Let's see. I think I like the movie a lot better than this beer. <laughs> So it's probably just recency uh, bias or something. I mean, the well, I think it's just a Pilsner. I, you know, Pilsners are they're just watery. Yeah. I mean, and there's some really good Pilsners out there, but, um, because I like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I like a good, uh, German beer and, um, uh, I, I actually like a good Hefeweizen, but, you know, it's hard. I mean, you just have to get the right blend, I guess, the right balance. And this yeah. one's just oh, really yeah, it's uh, all about the hops, you know. Yeah, um, this one's just kind of flat. So, yep, um, yeah, this is good. It's a little sweet, um, but I mean, it definitely—if you picked up a can of smashed pumpkin, I mean, it does taste like a pumpkin pie. It's got a little of the nutmeg coming through and the pumpkin. Mm, yeah, it's awesome. It's what you would expect for that can. So, I am not disappointed um, at all. So, well, good. All right, well, let's jump in. Let's talk um, about some prime, some prime time. Yeah, so you know, I, I texted you this week, and I was like, "Hey, let's do a, let's do a show about Coach Prime because one, it'll help our SEO rating uh, for our website and YouTube and everything else, um, and two, it's just you know, it's in the news and it's a great example of just someone who is is absolutely crushing it in all the areas we talk about." Branding, right. marketing, right. leadership, coaching. I mean, he's covering all the bases right now. He's killing it. And just absolutely killing it. So we, I, hey, we came up with four. Hey, guys, I'm coming to you from a nook uh, of our is, Okay. Goodness. Just kind of flipping out, out off of a tab there. Yeah. There we go. All right. <laughs> all right. So disregard um, that. So we've got four, um, four points, four powerful persuasion lessons yep. from Coach Prime. So mm -hmm. we'll just go through these, but before we do, I want to get into a little bit of coach primes bio as a player. 
you know, because yes. if, if you weren't following, you know, NFL back in the what eighties, late eighties, early nineties, I guess. Yeah. Um, then you might not know these, but so he played for fourteen years in the NFL. I did not realize it was that long. But yeah, he, he spent. I he wasn't that long in. Um, how long was he in baseball? He wasn't that long in baseball. Probably no, what no. five, maybe five, yeah, six probably. years. But yeah, um, fourteen years in NFL. I'm not sure how long he was in baseball, but check this out, Jonathan. I don't know if you remember these. Um, he's the only player to play in both a World Series and a Super Bowl. I remember that. Yep. Yep. Because he was with, um, I'm trying. I think he was with Dallas when they when he got his first Super Bowl, right? Um, or was that San Francisco? I know he's Dallas and San Francisco. Yeah. The World Series, I think, was with New York. Um, and then the Super, I can't remember which switch because the next stat also is the only player. He's also the only player to score a touchdown and a home run in the same week. That's right. That's pretty amazing. So it was a punt return for a touchdown and then a home run um, with whichever team he was on. I can't, yep. I didn't write that down, but he's also, he won consecutive Super Bowls, but with different teams. So it went from the 49ers to Dallas, I think. That's right. That's right. You're right. So he went back to back. Um, Cause he was with, with, um, with Dallas. I think, I think that, well, Dallas won a Super Bowl in like 95. And I think he won right. a one with San Francisco in 96 or 90. I think. Yeah. It was so which they were back to back, whichever yep. ones they were, yep. but um, that's pretty cool. I mean, I, it I is. Um, I don't know that too many people have done that. I think there's probably a few others that have done it, but not, not many. Now here's an interesting stat that is not football related, but it tells mm -hmm. you a lot about his pool right now in the world of media. He's one of very, very few people. I didn't get the exact number to be featured on 60 minutes twice in the same 12 months. Wow. Like that's just super, no president, no prime minister, no, like none of those types of people have ever been on 60 minutes twice in 12 months. And coach right. prime has been on twice in 12 months now. Um, so those are some pretty cool stats. I mean, that yep. tells you, gives you the reason I share that is because I think it gives you a peek into the level of excellence with which he plays at. Right. Right. So we're going to be talking about some stuff that he does and how he's, you know, some people think he's cocky. Some people think he's over the top, but as right. he, he himself says, if you can back it up, <laughs> that's right. If you can back it up, it's not bragging. That's right. I've, you he, know, the there's he said that in his playing days, like if you can back it up, it ain't bragging. That's right. Yeah. And he backed it up every time. <laughs> I guess he did. He shut down half the field every game. I mean, he was the ultimate smack talker. I don't know if you like, yeah. I just remember he would just run his mouth and he was in your face. Um, even when he was at, you know, he started off with Atlanta, you know, for yeah. the Braves and the Falcons. Yep. And, um, you know, that's back when the Falcons uh, were horrible, you know, mm -hmm. and he really, I mean, on defense, he just like, I mean, he was a one man show on that defense on that and defense. special teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. They, you know, as a good cornerback, I mean, they, mm -hmm. you know, the, you stop throwing to that side of the field, you know, so yep. that, that's, yeah, it's amazing. So, so let's talk about the four leader, the four persuasion things. So the number one thing that I had, and these aren't really in order. These are just kind of as I wrote them down. But right. 
I think he's really demonstrating this at Colorado. Uh, Colorado, he did it at Jackson State as well. Um, so for those that don't know, he was at Jackson State before he was at Colorado, and he turned that program around in no time right. flat. And then he took the job here at Colorado, uh, and now the the hype train is right very is much bigger because it's a much bigger stage. Um, I mean, he only won one game, and uh, next thing you know, College Game Day has got their set, you know, at Colorado. Right. I mean, after one game, right? So pretty crazy. But the number one is believe in your people and yourself. Mm, yep. And if you follow him on Instagram, you know, there's a lot of behind the scenes of how he works with his players and the, he, you know, they even let you inside the, you know, the team room and, you know, obviously selectively, they're not letting you see the playbook and that kind of stuff, but they're letting you see some of the motivation stuff and the, and the key things he's doing. Uh, but I saw a video this week where he talked about um, one of the players who's one of the receivers, and he was kind of having a bad game at the start last week. Mm -hmm. And he talked about, well, he pulled the guy aside and he's, and he said, look, you're a dog. You just, you're just having a couple bad plays. You need to remember your dad who's in prison is watching and he's, he's looking for a reason to clap in front of all his, his inmate mm. know, friends. Wow. Yeah. So he, so it's, it's believing in the people, but also knowing enough about your people. Right. To be able to pull out those kind of things. Those kind of critical yeah. moments, right? You <clears throat> right. have to know them. He didn't just give them a pep talk and say, Hey man, just shake it off. Go get them. He got very he personal. Used, yeah. He used what made, what really drove him. Yeah. You know, and then that ultimately. kid ended up with a winning touchdown later yeah. in the game. Right. Um, and it was not like a, a gimme touchdown. Like he caught it. I think it was probably five or 10 yards mm -hmm. out, made a couple mm -hmm. of takes and got in for the touchdown. Yeah. Um, and you know, that was going through his head. Hey, dad's watching, you know, you know, so that, that was a really cool little interview to see. Um, from that. And so that takes, I mean, you think about that, that, you know, you have over a hundred players on your team, right? <laughs> Yeah, even I mean, if you just took the starters, it's 22 yeah. people. That's right. That's right. Um, and so you have to know. I got it goes both ways. But. Yeah. You, <laughs> you got to know. Um, I mean, you got to know your people, right? Yeah. I mean, you got to really know people. You got to understand what makes them tick and and uh, how to push their buttons. But obviously, was that the Travis, uh, the Travis Hunter kid? Now, Travis Hunter is the guy that plays both ways, right? Okay. All right. He's number five. I can't remember his name. Okay, um, but he's the, he's the receiver. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's it's like, yeah. I mean, to know your to to believe in your people at a level where you're willing to get to know them, mm -hmm. or maybe because you're willing to get to know them, you can believe them at a different level. I sure. Know, you know, I I would actually think your willingness to engage gives you more to believe in uh, yep. as a human being. Yep. And of course, you know believe in yourself. And I don't, I don't know if there's many people on the planet who believe in themselves more than coach prime does. Oh yeah. Think about what he went through recently too. Had like part of his foot amputated. I mean, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> if you saw the, the Jackson state document yeah. coach prime on, um, so on Amazon prime. Yeah. Yeah. They showed all that man, like literally yeah. showed it. And I was like, Oh, that's gross. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And he, you know, had to go through all that. So yeah, that's yeah, and you know, it kind of disappeared for a good 
20 years. He did. He he did a little broadcasting here and there and he did some, you know, stuff, but man, when he decided to come back into coaching, he came back into coaching. Like, (laughs) and he brought all the flash, all the, I mean, you know, you you don't see many coaches that are wearing, you know, designer sunglasses sunglasses and a big gold chain. And like, (laughs) he looks like a player still, you know, that's him. And he's not going to change who he is. Right. And the players love him for it. And honestly, the media loves him. Like they, Mm -hmm. and I love how he, you know, and this kind of leads into the, to the next point. Point number two is play your game unapologetically. Right. Like he does not apologize for the Mm -hmm. way he's doing business. You know, the biggest criticism when he went to Colorado was he just, I mean, just about everybody on the team was gone and he brought in new people. He brought a whole bunch of kids from Jackson state. Yep through the transfer portal. And then he grabbed a whole bunch more because he knew it's a whole lot easier to just go find winners than it is to try to get people who are not winners and convert them. Right. And people, so, like even Nick Saban, you know, who's a friend of his and right. know, one of the greatest coaches was very critical. It's like, that's, you can't do that. It's going to change the game too much. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Like now yeah. everybody's going to be, every time they want to turn around a program, they're going to just go get, 80 new guys. Yeah. You know, but he, he's like, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I right. was, I was brought here to win. I was hired to win. Right. I didn't break any rules, you know, so this is what I'm doing. And, and having well, that kind of confidence is. And he brought, it was, I thought it was interesting. He brought people, obviously, you know, we talked, he brings the camera crew in with him to document all this. Yeah. And he even put that out on video, which, you know, sometimes if you're going to be like that, some people might want to, um, you know, not have the cameras running at the time where they, they have those difficult conversations. But yeah, I mean, all that was caught on tape where, you know, he was point blank, matter of fact. Um, but I think that, you know, obviously he's sending a message, you know, yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's out he's, to turn, he's out to weed out the people that obviously don't want to be there. Um, but I think that's part of his persona. You know, he wants, you know, he's going to be authentic, open, honest, and no matter, you know, whoever he rubs the wrong way, so be it. But that's just, you know, that's him. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, he's unapologetic as far as the, cause he's not going to say anything he doesn't believe. Right. So he doesn't have to apologize for anything, you know, that's a slip up because he, he's very intent. You mentioned before the show, he's very intentional. Like he knows what he's doing, but yeah. he's also not afraid to challenge. I, I saw the press conference like the first week after their first win. And like one of the reporters was, you know, basically complimenting on his win. He was like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Last week, <laughs> you yeah, didn't yeah. think this was going to happen. Right. And he called him out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, he, he remembers who was on his side and who wasn't before things got rolling. Right. You know? Um, so that, I thought that was interesting. Anything else under kind of play your game unapologetically? Um, no, I, I just think that that's, um, I think it's refreshing. And I mean, quite honestly, it's, it's refreshing to see a personality like that. Um, yes. Especially when everybody tiptoes around the media so much. Absolutely. In this day and age, it's, um, you know, everybody, you know, coach speak and, and uh, political or politician speak sometimes is one and the same 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you hear coaches, you know, they stand up and it's like, you can almost predict what some of these coaches are going to say when they give interviews, you know, we yeah. just got to play our, uh, you know, three phases of the game and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, Rachel says, you know, these people never say anything new. It's always the same thing, you know? Yeah. Well, going back to the first point about believing in your people, I have noticed like in a lot of the, the press conferences, like he'll, he'll slow down and he's like, he'll, he'll really talk about one of the players. Yeah. You know, not just, right. and not just his kids that are yeah. you know, the stars or one of the stars, but he'll pull out a player and be like, did you see what he did? Did you see the way he did it? Did you see this? Did you see this about this player? And, yeah. you know, he builds that person up. Right. You know, and that, man, you can imagine that kid seeing that press conference later and just be loyal right. forever from that point on. Right. You know, cause that edification is just going to last forever. Yep. Yeah, and absolutely. And recruits see that too. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like they're, you know, they're going to want to go work for, you know, if you put this in like a more of a career context, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to want to go work for that guy. Right. They also want to work for the hype machine because, you know, that's NIL money. It's you mm -hmm. know, more exposure. They're getting on ESPN more. They're getting on TV more. Like that's right. All that stuff, you know. So, um, you know, you had mentioned kind of off camera a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about this and you were like, you know, maybe he goes to Florida next or something like that. But right. I don't know. And I think, I think Colorado is a big enough, you know, platform that he could stay there for a while, but we'll, it'll be interesting to see there, I tell you what, if he goes anywhere next, well, he's going to get offers no matter what next year. Oh, big time. Cause he's, a there's going to be a bidding war that will be fun to watch for sure. Right. Um, but my guess is he'll stay at Colorado for a little while. I don't know how long, but yeah, um, it's a big enough school that and a good and a big enough. Conference. I think they got the resources for sure, yeah. you know, yeah. but you know, and they're going to try to keep him because he's bringing in, he's probably bringing in Colorado more. I mean, what would their ratings for last week's game between Colorado, and Colorado state was like, I mean, their rating, the TV ratings were through the roof. So, yeah. and it was a late game. Like, it's not like it was a prime spot. It was a right. really, I mean, it didn't start till nine yeah. or 10 o'clock. Yeah. The game ended at two, I think two 30 in the morning, Eastern time. Yeah. Um, and so they're going to spend whatever it takes, but when they see a person that attracts, it's kind of like we were watching the uh, happy Gilmore last night and, you know, there's some similarities there. You got, <clears throat> you know, happy Gilmore is this guy that's never played golf. He's a hockey player. He comes into the sport of golf, you know, and you know, the, decorum in golf and he yes. upsets the apple cart where he's doing all these wild antics he's 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 not wearing a collar he's wearing hockey he was, shirts. The, he was the live golf tour before before they uh <laughs> yeah. before they came and so and so in the movie they're like you know the the players are one of the you know the players are complaining he's making you know he's making us all look like fool i mean he's making our sport look like a you know like stupid you know with because yeah. he's got all these fans he's bringing all these fans who've never you know been golf fans before and they're showing up with with uh you know beer hats and and tank tops you know up at the uh you know to the golf tournaments and but yeah. and the guy's like well you know our ratings are bigger than yeah. they've ever been <laughs> well i mean that kind of that's one of my other points I'll, I'll skip down to number four that i had written down again not in any order but uh, I wrote down, know the real business you're in. 
Right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And I sent you a video from, is it Josh Pate? He's a commentator, yep. college football <clears throat> yeah. commentator. And he, he made this point. Um, like Dion understands coach prime understands he is in the entertainment business. He understands college football is entertainment. That's right. And some of yep. these purest coaches are like, no, it's a sport. We're building men. Like, well, maybe you are. Mm -hmm. And that's true, but this is a media network of teams, you know, that yeah. is used to entertain people definitely through the fall. But I mean, it's almost year round now with sports radio and, you know, websites and blogs and everything else. Like, yeah, it's, it's an entertainment business. It is. And he understands that. That's why he had the rock at the game last week. That's why he mm -hmm. had Lil Wayne at the event last week and Absolutely. all kinds of other celebrities. And a lot of people, I would have been interested to see if he had lost that game, if he would have got a lot of backlash about, oh, the distraction. He brought all these celebrities in. It was a distraction, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I don't, I think he would have, you know, he would have been unapologetic. He's like, no, you know, these are my friends. They wanted to come see right. the game. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah, knowing the business, you're, the real business you're in, you know, Dan, we've talked about Dan Kennedy on here. Mm -hmm. And we've said, you know, Dan Kennedy is famous for saying, you're not, you're not in the plumbing business. If you're a plumber, you're in the yeah. business of marketing plumbing services. Right. Absolutely. At least if you want to be successful. That's right. Um, you so gotta... he's in the business of marketing Colorado football. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he, he is, uh, he's an interesting person. So people that are interesting, I don't care what profession you're in, whether you're a plumber, whether you're a, a dentist, a lawyer, or a you know college coach. If you're interesting, you're going to attract eyeballs, right? Yep. I mean, so um, you know what? <laughs> I forgot the um, the guy that used to be the famous attorney in Knoxville <clears throat> for years. He had his he, um, his billboard plastered all over town. Um, He's kind of like uh, the Saul Goodman, like on the uh, Better Call well, here Saul. We, here we have like the <laughs> Texas Hammer is big in Houston. Yeah. Um, and then in Austin and San Antonio, it's uh, Thomas J. Henry. Like he is on yeah. every other right. commercial. Yep. You know, Bigger Than Life, mm -hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. That was that was Saul Goodman and, and yeah. Better Call Saul. You know, he's yeah. like, he's on the, he's doing the cheesy, like we, you'd think cheesy commercials, but it's like, he's way out there. He's like the, yeah. like Lesko guy with the question marks on, on the TV, you know, promoting his law firm and right. But Hey, it's getting eyeballs and people are talking about him. And, you know, yep. obviously he was, you know, he was the person to contact, right? Yep. Yeah. We've got several of those all fighting it out here. in Austin. <laughs> um, we've got, and it's funny cause they're memorable. I mean, we've got one guy, um, who his tagline is I'm on top of it. And he's always standing on top of a wreck, like a, you know, a wrecked car, a wrecked truck or semi or whatever. We got another guy who his phone number is like 512-444-4444. He's like, just remember the fours. And like, um, yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, you know, they're, they know the business they're in. They know it's marketing. They know they've got to be the first top of mind. When oh, somebody absolutely. gets in a wreck and they're sitting in the hospital Right. Or they're at home and they can't work, you know, they need to be the most memorable name 
yep. that comes to mind. Right. Absolutely. Know? So, and, and for Dion, when recruits are thinking about where do I want to go play, he needs to be top of mind. Mm -hmm. And what 18 year old is not want to go going to, you know, would rather go. To, I don't even care if you, you know, you and I are both Georgia fans, right? Right. They've won two <laughs> national championships. You know, it's like, do I want to go there? Do I want to go hang out with a rock and little Wayne? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I see this program's up and coming. I get to hang out with coach prime. I get He's a player's class. coach. Yeah. yeah. I get, right. I get, he played the game. He's connected. Mm -hmm. He understands marketing and with the NIL, like that's a big deal. Absolutely. I saw yeah. his, uh, I mean, he's not only is he coaching and getting airtime, mm -hmm. he's now doing almond commercials. He's doing the, um, uh, Geico commercials. And then I saw now he's doing KFC commercials with his son, Shadur. Um, so Shadur's obviously got an NIL deal with, with oh, KFC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually saw there was a video on Instagram where Dion had Tom Brady and oh, his yeah. son on and Tom and Dion was saying, Hey Tom, do you think my son Shadur should be buying a Rolls Royce right now? And Tom was like, no, he should be in the film room. But just the <laughs> fact that Dion could get Tom Brady on the phone. Yeah. Right. Like even so, some, like, I don't know, could Kirby smart get Tom Brady on the phone that easy? I don't know. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, but Dion can. Yeah. And that's, that well, he's been mentoring his son too. I mean, he's done a lot of his, uh, yeah. I mean, the camps and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, so know the business you're in is, is number three. So we've talked about believe in your people and yourself, play mm -hmm. your game unapologetically, yep. know the real business you're in. And then the last one that I wrote down was embrace and redirect the chaos and chatter. Mm. So I saw a video last week and I don't even remember exactly what it was, but the analogy they gave, and it wasn't necessarily about coach prime. They were just talking about kind of the same thing. And they used Aikido martial arts as an example. So if you're not familiar, <clears throat> um, for those listening, Aikido is one of the martial arts that uses the opponent's momentum against them. Right. Sort of like judo. Sure. Um, if you're older, like Jonathan and I, you may remember the <laughs> Steven Seagal movies. Yeah. He was an Aikido supposedly practitioner, right? So he, somebody lunges, you pull their arm and you just kind of throw them across the room. Sure. And they're all confused because, you know, they weren't expecting, they were expecting to hit force with force. Right. right? And I think, I think Dion does that really well. I think he, he takes what the reporters give him or the other coaches, especially like this week, the whole sunglass controversy that he blew up into now, I think yeah. $5 million in sales so far. Sure. Yeah. And, and it was interesting. I saw on uh, Instagram, he said like, or one of the, inter no, is the, it was, it was on game day, I guess one of the interviews, cause they were like talking about this, his sunglasses with blender, the ones he wears. Yeah. Launched last week at the same time that this controversy about the other coach, you know, calling him out about wearing <laughs> yeah. sunglasses while talking to him. He's like, he's like, I wish I had planned that, but I didn't like, we already <laughs> had the glasses in production. They were already going to yeah. launch this week. It just, happened that when he said that he's like then we ran with it mm -hmm. you know so he took you know a lot of people might have ignored that and launched their glasses but he he actually then blew it up a little bit you know 
and use that momentum sure to, yeah. launch, to put the sunglasses into a whole new orbit and now he's got a you know a brand new brand that did five million dollars in a week absolutely yeah you know that's amazing uh, <laughs> it's incredible it's, it's just brilliant brilliant yeah. marketing um so yeah and it's you know he uses that to hype up his players to mm -hmm. you know produce yeah. his brand whatever you know wherever he needs to direct it he redirects that chaos and that chatter where it needs to go yeah so yeah that's good stuff i mean the bottom line is he i mean he just knows how to use um he knows how to use media in his benefit i mean yeah. to his benefit nowadays and yeah. um i that's think that's easy man that's that's it takes a little finesse and and mm -hmm street smarts for sure yeah to be able to do that yeah you know and, and to let the i mean i mean just the level of self-confidence he has is just unbelievable you're right yep i mean i don't have that i wish i did but man he's, he's just <laughs> at a whole nother level like well confidence is you know uh, you know confidence is kind of persuasive in and of itself i mean mm -hmm. it's a characteristic of people that uh, they just exude anyone that exudes confidence is kind of on the next level, you know, and, and I they're think, pretty much, it's pretty easy to get things done when you have that, that confidence, you almost expect it, you know, and people will cater to that. I mean, they'll, I mean, they're, they're easily turned on by that or, or convinced by that, you know, when you have that kind of confidence. And he does it in such a way that you like, it's really likable. Yeah. You know, it's not like yeah no. it's not a um it's not an like overly arrogant yeah, yeah it's not overly arrogant you don't feel like he's talking down to you it's right. just like oh that kind of makes sense right like you walk away almost thinking like oh because because yeah. he's not only confident in himself but he's confident he he you know he's confident in the people around him you know yeah. he he kind of you know, he, he's he not willing did. to, he's willing to, he is willing to share the limelight with his That's coaches right. he and is. His players he and is. all that stuff. Yep. Which is probably yeah. something he's matured into from when he was a player. Yes. Yeah. You know, I think that's just part of getting older and a little bit wiser. And, um, so yeah, I think that's just, just amazing. So let's see what the old comment machine is firing up over here. Um, <laughs> get some, uh, Dion lovers from Russia. Hi from Russia. Some prime, some prime lovers. Yeah, they are big time college fans <laughs> over there. So. What's your uh, favorite college football team? There is it? Um, is it the University of Stalingrad or? Yeah, do you have <laughs> college football teams? <laughs> Let us know, Stas. Belokrylov, love. I see. I'm a 50 year old white guy. I can't. <laughs> So I want you to think about Sean. Th I think about other uh, uh, other celebrity sports figures that attract eyeballs, you know, in, in in ways that. So I think about the world of golf. You know, you got all the you got a, a ton of great golfers out there, but who are players that you think that come to mind immediately when you think about the game of golf? Wow. That's a good question. Who's at I the mean, top of the list? Top of mind, right off the top of your head. I mean, Roy McElroy, yeah. Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Um, kind of in the vein we're talking about for a while, but I just don't think he ever was as good. I mean, he's obviously a very good player, but um, 
um, I just lost the name, but Puma kid, um, Rick, uh, Ricky Fowler. Oh yeah. Ricky Fowler. Yeah. I think, and he, I, think that's... I think he's done a good job marketing, especially when he came out, he was, mm-hmm. he went with Puma, which was a different right. brand and never right. been seen in golf and things like that. You know, wore a flat bill hat when, hat yep. when everybody else is wearing absolutely you know, dad yeah. hat, like little things right. like that. I just don't think he ever lived up to the hype. Right. That's right. Um, but yeah, I don't, to me though, there's nobody like, I think Arnold Palmer and, and mm-hmm. Jack Nicholas were yeah. better examples of what we're talking about back in the day mm-hmm. than anybody on the tour right now. Like, I don't right. think anybody on the tour is dominating, you know, conversation around golf. I'm surprised you didn't say Tiger Woods at the top, you know, because that's just the name that. Yeah, he definitely was back then, but but I mean, he's not anymore for sure. No, but in, but, in his day for sure. Yeah, from from you know, I guess for the longest throughout the the history of the sport, you yeah. know, a person that's commanded, I guess, from a branding standpoint. But I think he was. I don't know that he was that great at like branding and some of the stuff we're talking about as much as yeah. he was just amazing player. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know that he, like, I actually don't think he was that great with the media. He was kind of, yeah, I, I would say probably, yeah. And probably a lot of that has to do with obviously he was just a great so player. much better than everybody else. Yeah. At the exactly. time, but he wasn't a great marketer. I don't think, I mean, yeah. obviously you got a nice contract. Well, He's <laughs> let me just put it this way. He was unique in the fact that here's, um, you know, here's a young person. He came up from Stanford. He, I mean, he's he's, black, he did it. Such, world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that kind of set himself apart. Yeah. You know, you look at John Daly, who kind of an or, unorthodox, I guess, unorthodox type um, yeah. golfer, kind of a heavy set guy, but he, you know, he cranks the long ball, but he wears, you know, he goes out and, you know, he's kind of doing everything different in a day and age where, you know, golfers are getting back into shape and everything, you know, um, yeah. you know, over the years, he's kind of the crazy done the clothes, opposite. Yeah, you know, exactly. So, you know, <laughs> and yeah. drinks, uh, drinks and smokes out on the, uh, out on the, uh, golf course. So, yeah. uh, but he attracts eyeballs, you know, he attracts attention. You know, I think a lot of that just kind of, you know, people are looking for, you know, they find him interesting from that standpoint. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anybody that even comes close to coach prime in any other sport that's doing what he's doing at the level he's doing it. Right. Uh, yeah. Just the marketing no. and everything else. Like it's just a whole not- and you can just tell just because I mean, here we are talking about on a podcast, you know, and we've been mm-hmm. doing this for four years. We've never talked about a coach or an athlete or anything like that. Right. Right. You know, but here we are talking about him. Um, it's just, it's just another level mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting to see if there's people that try to duplicate that, you know, I mean, we've, you see some of it in the online space, but mm-hmm. even that, you know, that tends to be niched. Yeah, you know, for sure. Not, I'm trying to think of anybody in, in the past that's really taken over a market like that. It, there's probably some celebrities that have done it kind of temporarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Oprah's coming to mind. Um, I mean, he, he's getting in that category. Yeah. You know, where if he were to endorse something right now, it would have that Oprah effect. Yeah. For sure yeah. right now. Because, I, I mean, even people, like I said at, at the outset, 
Uh, and especially if, he be, if they beat Oregon this week, like mm-hmm. it's going to go to a whole new level, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know that they will, but it, I'm actually hoping to see him lose because I want to see how he handles that. How, yeah, how he reacts. Well, how I think probably you'll that. find it this weekend, probably more than likely. <laughs> more than likely, yeah. On paper, for sure. <laughs> Man, there's, there's just something, uh, there's so many intangibles with what he's doing mm-hmm. that I would never bet against, like I would never place a bet against the team right now. Sure. Like you'd be, you'd be, it'd be money. You just want to burn for sure. Um, yeah. But you know, it's, cause you know, we've talked about like, you know, um, when you're dealing with a bunch of 18 to 22 year olds, everything swings on emotion. Absolutely. Yeah. Even more so than adults, but, um, and to be able to manage that and direct that and all the, those kind of things is really, really impressive. Mm. Um, as far as perspective and to do the same thing with the media and the fans and like, yeah. like it's one thing like Kirby smart, I think does a good job managing his players. You know, mm-hmm. he hasn't built a hype machine at Georgia. Like, like no, yeah. prime has done yeah. at Colorado in two games. Right. <laughs> it's it's just, and he's won two national championships at Georgia. Yeah. They still don't get the respect that Colorado's already getting. Right. And same you know, here's, the the other thing that I think that he's unique is like he's on a he I feel like he's shared this on multiple occasions that he's on a mission just outside of football. You know, it's yeah. just not a football thing. Right. He's on a mission. Um, you know, and he would call, you know, he calls he would call it a mission from God to to help others to um, you know, to help his players, to help these young men become or these young athletes become men, become yep. the men that they need to be. And yeah. that's probably a fifth, a fifth thing we could say. I mean, that'd be yeah. maybe our fifth persuasion is, is have a cause that's bigger than yourself. Right. And I think people, when you share your cause, I think it's, I think it's, it, it's engaging. And I think per, people are attracted to others who have a mission yep. that's above their, their own self-interest. Um, and, you know, he shares that openly. It's it for him. He's made a ton of money. You know, he's yeah. not in this for the money. He's unlike many coaches who get into it just to make the, you know, they'll get in, for, they'll get a five-year deal. They'll get out, you know, if, if they don't make it, <laughs> if they get fired, yeah. if their career ends, then they retire with millions of dollars. It, you know, Dion had millions of dollars when he got into coaching. So he didn't do yeah. this for the money. Um, and at the he, same time, he'll take the money. He's Absolutely. not shy about no, it. No, he's, he's not, not shy about it. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he's going to take like, the money. I mean, I mean what's, it, what's his saying? If you look good, you play good. If you play good, they pay good, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, um, so he's, yeah, he, he, I I think what he's, you know, the, in Zen, like Buddhism and things like that, yeah. or you talk about detachment, right? Mm-hmm. You go after something, but you're detached from the outcome exactly. Right. And I feel like he, you uh, know, exemplifies that in a really strong way sure like yeah Yeah. i want to win the you know national championship i want these guys to go on and play in the nfl yeah you know but most importantly i want them to be good men good community leaders things like that right yeah no no doubt no doubt that's good stuff it'll be interesting i can't wait to see uh see the outcome and like you said sean how he handles um because i think he's going to handle it the way that any of us would expect. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I, I, I think would like, I'm, I'm excited to see 
because he's going to lose the game if not he's going to use games. it i guarantee you, he'll use it to his advantage you know, Absolutely. even even a, a even a loss so in fact he'll probably thrive on it because sure. your press will then be like ah see it's too good to be true that's right you know that kind of stuff and he'll be like no yep y'all are the ones that got excited i knew this was going to take time <laughs> i know i'm missing and he said several times i know i'm missing five to six key players right you know y'all are the ones that got too excited too fast that's right exactly you know, he know he's I think he's yeah. realistic in his expectations, but he's also going to ride, ride the momentum and the press mm -hmm. and everything else while he can. Yeah, for sure. But I'm sure behind the scenes, he should. He's, he's telling the players, just like Kirby Smart's telling the Bulldogs, y'all ain't done nothing yet. Like, yeah. you know, you're not, you're not there yet. Mm -hmm. Don't believe the hype. The, you know, or yeah. Saban would say the rat poison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See um, now, in, in the you know, you see the two contrasting. Con contrasting styles of coaching you mentioned Saban oh, the guy you know the coaching style of Bill Belichick with the Patriots who yeah. are very subdued they don't share a lot they seem the say they say pretty much the same talking points every uh press conference after the game we didn't do what we needed to do no social media no yeah and so but they're not interesting you know as long as they're winning that's going to be okay yeah. um but when you're not winning that's going to be, you know, people don't appreciate that. You're not as interesting exactly. <laughs> like when you're not winning. Now, yeah. Dion, I think, can can get away with not winning. For, but to be, a point. To a point. Like, but as long as he's interesting and it doesn't go overboard, I think that um, he's going to have plenty of time to to get things on on track there. So Yeah, you're still going to want to interview him. Even yeah. when he's losing. Absolutely. Because yeah. the media, the media are looking for stories and they're always, they're always going to be friend. They're always going to put up with a guy that's super interesting. That gives them sound bites yep. that they love, love to talk to. Yep. And, um, uh, but, but man, you be a coach that's boring and you're not winning. Ooh, you know, yeah. that's going to be, Alabama's kind of going through that right now. <laughs> Who's that? Alabama's. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Very con contrasting style. Saban is just subdued, and uh, man, when it's when it's going down, it's just ew. you yeah, know that's it's the not... end of the world in Alabama right now. That's right. You know so... that's right. <clears throat> but man, you get a guy on there who is um, optimistic. He's positive, man. He's got the. Yeah. I mean, he's firing on all cylinders. Charismatic, charismatic dude. Optimistic. He could, you know, losing six games and he, you know, he's looking ahead to, you know, to the future. Yeah. And he's looking ahead. He, man, everything is, is going right according to plan because he's on a mission. So you're yeah. going you're gonna to give him all the time in the world. Yeah. Hey, man, sure. you know what you're doing. Yeah. So, well, good stuff, man. We can all learn some lessons from that uh, for Absolutely. sure. And you, I mean, I, I feel like they'll win nine or 10 games this year. I mean, that's what I said. Eight games games. I said eight games, like at the very beginning, the first week when they played uh, uh, TCU, I said, when I saw that, I said, eh, that's an eight game. That's yeah. probably an eight win team right there. And they've got a pretty tough schedule for sure. Yeah. So, Oh, for sure. Cause they've got to play USC and some of the big, you know, packed the pac 12 conference, which is, it's the last year they'll, they've got an incredible conference this year, you know, yeah. in terms of the performance of all their teams, you know, there's Washington, USC, Oregon, yeah. um, man, 
they're just on fire. Yeah. Too bad this is their last year. <laughs> yeah, I know. They finally finally making some news and now they're gonna disband. They should probably I want to rethink that. To, if anybody's interested in just personality from a standpoint, you don't have to be interested in football or sports, but if you're interested in just how to utilize or how to take on a persona or just create a persona that's um basically just a a way to just create all kinds of media and press. I mean, there's, I think, what did you mention the one? There's one on, um, uh, you mentioned the series. It's Coach on, Prime on it? Amazon. Amazon, yeah. But there's even one that goes back to when, during his day, and I think it was, it may have been ESPN's, thir- I think it's ESPN's 30 for 30 on well, Prime. He's got, he's got the, on, on Amazon Prime, there's the Coach Prime series, which last season or last two seasons were at Jackson State. But now yeah. they just picked it up and they're at Colorado. It's like he yeah. kept the he kept that series yep. even though he moved schools. Right. And that comes out on December seventh. Yeah. I can't wait to see that. But I yeah. When I after they won the first game at TCU, I went back and watched Coach Prime on Amazon and I was like, okay, you would not have picked him as a twenty point underdog if you had watched this series beforehand. No. Yeah. There's no way because you could just see what he because, was building. Yeah. Exactly. And how many of those players came with him to Colorado mm-hmm. um, is just, um, just crazy. So, so he, he, um, uh, so I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's a 30 for 30, um, but it goes back. I, I guess I'm going back further, Pat, you know, beyond um, in the past, like way beyond his coaching years, back when he was a player, an NFL player, but he just like, there's a series where he talks about like his sayings, like he would have a book of all of his rhymes, yeah. you know, just his little, um, you know, everything that he says, you know, his, his sayings, cause everything rhymes. He's got, you know, he's intentional as we talked about intentional about everything down to the very, um, you know, some of his phrases. And so he keeps this stuff. That, I mean, he records this stuff. I mean, yeah. it's like to him, it's intentional. It's like, it's like a musician yep. <laughs> writing down lyrics to a song. Exactly. Like he's yeah, he's he, using that. And he knows, you know, I mean, his, he knows his primary audience is his players, secondary exactly. audience is the press. And then his third audience is probably the fans. Right. Um, but yeah, I just looked up the, uh, the stats. So as of three days ago, his sunglasses bring in 5 million in first three days of presale orders. Wow. So he's That's a marketing great. machine. Yeah. And <laughs> how many people are, are now going to be like, oh, uh, I'm use my coaching them. gig to get rich in the sunglasses, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I love how, like, you know, because he's got a uniform, you know, manager and, and team there at Colorado, yeah. like all the colleges right. do, he'll take a sound bite from that week and he'll have sweatshirts that he's wearing on the sideline that weekend. Yeah. You know, like, ain't hard to find or we believe oh yeah yeah i saw that like, that's awesome you know i mean they're he's like all right let me use these sound bites let me wear a sweatshirt because i know i'm going to be on camera for you know a total of you know 12 minutes during this three-hour <laughs> game when they show me on the sideline you know yep. it's just it's just he just he's playing 3d chess when everybody else is playing regular chess oh yeah yeah so, exactly so it's if you're not watching go to in I, I, he doesn't do much on Facebook or anywhere else, but he's all over Instagram. 
Yeah. Follow him on Instagram, Deion well, Sanders. That's, his, that's where his audience, his audience, his right. young audience sitting on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If, I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know how much is right. going on there. But yeah, if you follow him on Tik on uh, Instagram, for sure, he's, you know, he's always right. putting out behind the scenes and all that stuff. So yeah, for definitely, sure. Uh, definitely take a look there and, you know, write down your own, your own lessons about, uh, Coach there it is. Ain't hard to find. I love it. Yeah. So. That's awesome, man. Um, good stuff, man. I, I love it. Good lesson today. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, we'll try to, uh, I'll try to share some links, um, on the show page. And then that, uh, if I can yeah, find blend- that documentary, does blenders have a affiliate program? <laughs> hey, hopefully so, man, let's get some money off of these shades. I don't think I could pull off those <laughs> shades. No, that's not my style. I, yeah. I wish. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. more of a, uh, more um, of an Oakley guy, right? Well, I, lately I've been kind of like, yeah, been, been wearing the Ray-Bans. Yeah. I'm a Maui gym guy. I was Oakley and now I'm Maui gym. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, good old, uh, Good old crazy Joe Biden. He popularized those uh, Ray-Bans again. Now, yeah. Maybe that was Top Gun again. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Either one. But now blenders are all the thing, all the rage. Yeah. So. Well, thanks again for, as always, it's been fun. Uh, good topic, Sean. You can find us over at uh, persuasionbythepint.com. You can find us on all of your platforms, Stitcher Radio, iHeart, Spotify, And uh, we'll see you all next week for episode 325. See you next week.